and we're live. Hi guys, welcome to episode of the Nigerian Sports Podcast. I'm your host David, and yeah, the tone of my voice may look like oh, this guy sounds um, happy, but trust me, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just happy because I have to be happy all the time. Um, we got knocked out of the Champions League, um, so this confirms another trophyless season for Spurs for the umpteenth time. Oof. Well, there's a lot to talk about in this episode, so without further ado, let's get So, you know, every sports fan, when whenever the season starts, you know, what they think is, okay, is this finally going to be the season or the trophy drought? And even though, obviously, there are many sports fans who will be like, we didn't do enough in the summer, in the window, you know, but at least, can we see some cups that we can take seriously, even if we don't win, but can we, even if we don't, you know, win the big prize, we're talking about the league and all, right, but at least the cup matches, you know, can they take that a little bit more seriously so we can at least get some cup silverware to end our trophy journey? You know, that's what most fans, a lot of fans tend to think along those lines, you know. Fine, we're not winning the league. Fine, we're not doing this, but, you know, what cups can we look forward to? Even though there are a lot of fans who value top four more than cups, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that as I keep going on my rant, you know, but even a lot of fans, but some of us want cups, right? And I'm like, okay, which cup can I take seriously? But this season starts. And then it goes around this period, even though some of us, um, even though I'm mentally prepared for this period of the season where they begin to get knocked out of all the cups, and when, you know, we already know very well that Spurs are not going to win the league around October. We know already, right? Around October, we already know they will not be winning the league. Now, the cup matches, they begin to get knocked out around January, December. I say December, you know, if, if they survive the League Cup, for example, around December, January is when they begin to get knocked out of the rounds that they're going to And January, FA Cup is usually around February and then Champions League is around obviously around this period, right? What I'm saying what I'm saying is this, right? You know, we start every season looking for cups as fans, hoping for that. But the, the club looks like they have different objectives from what the fans, you know, actually want. Because you know, I mean if you've seen this constantly happen over and over, there's no way a real ownership who really wants to win will not try and change this thing, right? Since Sports won their last League Cup, 2008. Um, they've been, they've been going to come, obviously, they've got cup matches, right? Semi-finals, semi-finals, semi- I mean, it's multiple semi-finals, then about two or three finals. I mean, there was a League Cup final in 2015, there was a League Cup final in 2021, the Champions League final in 2020, in 2019, right? So that's three cup finals since 2008. Then a lot of semis, you know, a lot of semi-finals, a lot of semi-finals, FA Cup semi um against Chelsea, against Man United, against Portsmouth, you know, multiple knockouts, you, but you get my point, Spurs in cup matches, they, they've been falling short. So, there's a common, there's a common, you know, there's, some, there's, a, there's a common factor in all of this, it's the ownership, right? And I got, got knocked out to AC Milan yesterday, and what annoys me about that result is, you know, when the draw happened, after the group stage, we weren't supposed to finish top of the group, because if you look at the amount of emotional investment I had in that game against Marseille, when Spurs at one point looked at like they, they were getting knocked out, even though it's a good sport should be winning without any stress on the final day, but Spurs got to the final day anyways. But was that kind of match? Of like, okay, finally they're gonna. You, 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 you feel, I was feeling. You, I was riding through different emotions on that night. I felt sad. I felt happy. I felt sad. I felt happy. It was that kind of feeling. Okay, anxiety, fear. You know, are they going to get knocked out? Are they going to qualify? It was that kind of uncertainty. And then the, the, the final, last kick of the game, where Hoiberg scores to, to ensure that sports top the group, you know, made me feel a little bit more relaxed and happy, right? 
that finally, you know, when the next round of Champions League, at least, then by January, we can see what we can do in January, right? And that's what I was hoping for, centre-back reinforcements and some more reinforcements in January, which clearly didn't happen in January. And now we're in this situation where we're going to have the Champions League thing. The Milan result annoys me also because, you know, um, it's basically one of the sides, like I said in the draw, it's one of the sides that you were hoping for that you would get. It's like something you hope you would get. If not Bruges, if not Sex, if not Bruges, everybody was hoping you would get Bruges. But it's one of the, these matches that you expect sports to win. Not like they are going to win by is their right, but at least if they play well enough, they can beat this Milan side. Milan side is not fabulous as well. Like, it's a side that sports is evenly matched with. Let's put it that way. They are evenly matched with. They are more evenly matched with Milan than most other sides. So just know that whoever is sports turn up, if, if, you, if you argue, even offensively to, to an extent, even more better than Milan, right? So it's a side that you say, okay, fine. As long as sports do what they have to do on the day, they can beat Milan. And they didn't yesterday. And then they were the two legs. Well, every, every, as you all know, um, a lot of the way of banter from rival fans. Oh, another season without a trophy. And then um, the bill of reactions. And the reaction that was interesting to me was that of Richarlison. Richarlison made some interesting comments. It was in Portuguese and there was a translation on Twitter. But he, he dig that. It was a dig. He threw a dig at um, Antonio Conte. Antonio Conte, he was like, he spoke about, I'm, I'm not going to say everything exactly, but from, from the bits and the parts I read and I could remember, remember, he talked about him not getting enough game time. And even though he knows he hasn't done well enough, but still, you know, yesterday they put him in training. In training, he was fully starting live, and then today, the bench, no communication, even in games where he played well, and then the next game bench. So, now that's a bold move to call, basically call out your manager while he's still in the job. It's a very bold move. The thing is, you know, most of the time, when players make this statement, some fans will be like, okay, yeah, I think he has lost the dressing room. Some fans begin to, are led to believe that the manager may have lost the dressing room. Because this kind of commentary from coming from a player is not something you would expect maybe a player to, to make if all is going well. And even if even if all is going well, right, even if all is going well, the results are going well, no matter what, you're not expecting a player to actually come out and talk about a manager who is still in the job. Which does say a lot about his personality. I mean, does, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean, my personality, I mean, like him, this is him. We need to say anything, say the way he feels, no matter what. But if, listen, three things I'm sure is Richard, listen, has it, has it been poor? He hasn't been very good since he has joined, right? That is true. Um, has Conte mismanaged him? Yes, that's true. And um, was he right to say that? He wasn't right to say that. He was unprofessional. So he was wrong to say that. So we have established that that, that as a fact. But even on the, on the game yesterday, I mean, I, the thing is, I watched the highlights, I didn't watch the game. And thankful to God that I didn't watch the game. I was able to peep the highlights and check them out. And I was seeing some of the stuff, I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, even in the highlights, it didn't look like sports really wanted to win the game. I had a very busy day yesterday and I was really tired. And I, had to, I fell asleep before the game even started. So I wasn't able to even watch the game. But from the highlights, I was like, yeah. You know, it never felt like sports wanted to win that game. It just didn't look like it to me. And then, remember, obviously, remember, got send, sending off, got sent off eventually. Means he's gonna miss the next um, game if sports qualified. But to not score a single goal against AC Milan is not acceptable. Very remember the first leg when it was the worst goalkeeper, Tarasan, who was basically a basket, letting in goals left, right, center, and their defense. I think they were without tomorrow, if I remember correctly. So to, to not even score against them in, in that state. Was not acceptable, and you have to see as the fact that Milan could not even score 
in that game already shows that they're not even as good. And then Conte's comments about, oh, um, the two sides are not in the same level. You know, they want, Milan won the uh, Scudetto last season and then Spurs scraped up for... That is not a good enough excuse, right? Because if you want to go by that excuse, 2019 when Spurs qualified, go to Champions League final, they knocked out Man City. Man City were defending champions and they were in that period when they were their 14-game winning streak where they became centurions. So that excuse of, oh, well, it's not, it's not going to work. And we all saw the game. The subs, I mean, Son, right? Son still starting game. Even when Son has been poor all season. And even when Richarlison, even though Richarlison has been good, Richarlison at least deserves a chance to play, play, right? And then you need an attack, right? Take off one of the two attackers. Not Son, you just brought, took off one of the wingbacks, brought on Emma's, uh, this guy, um, Richarlison. She's got a wingback. What clearly is not going to work? I mean, listen, the January, Dan Juma. What is the reason for not signing that Juma? And then bringing on the defender when sports clearly need they go, oh, come on, man. Listen, it's anybody who is counting out. I'm not really going to begrudge them. I'm not really going to... Even though I'm not counting out, I'm not because I don't want some players to outlast the other manager. That being said, you like, I understand people who are saying, well, we're counting out. I can understand their position. And to be fair, you know, whatever, this is what it is. And then Ken and Son, right? I know they'll argue that, oh yeah, Kane, Kane hasn't didn't say a lot of service, the team didn't play well. Because this one, whenever people talk about Kane did not play, people will say the entire team didn't play well. But no, Kane himself didn't play well. It's a very, it's a very, um, it's right, two things I'm sure, the entire team didn't play well, yes, Kane didn't play well. You expect, you would expect a lot from, from, um, from Kane and Son, right? Because of the times they've done things, they've scored goals and combined and all that. But I think it's time to have a conversation, right? And obviously, we've had this conversation for a long time. A lot of fans have had this conversation in circles, in closed circles for a long time now. Listen, I, I, I get it. I get it. Kane, Kane is, is, is world class. He deserves to play somewhere else. You know, he deserves to win trophies. I get it. You know, but I think it's time to really move both of them. Listen, once the season, the season is over and the summer comes along, both of them will probably have to be moved on. I think it's time. I really do. And I, I, listen, I, I know this is, this is not even because I think they are bad or anything. I think maybe sports just, if, if any anything sports do in the summer, maybe not both, maybe one of the two of them, and whoever is likely to fetch a bigger fee is Wolves sports. Like, listen, fans could say whatever they want about, oh, well, we love KK, the both fans. I understand the ownership has done, we understand what the ownership has done. But it's a fact that cannot we cannot run away from. It may be time. Because if, even if sports want to rebuild and rechange their style of play, get a new manager in, you might have to re, re, some, you might have to involve those two guys, you know, eventually. Because why? If you want to press high, these two guys won't do the running around for you. They will not run around and try and press high. Son will not press high. Kane will not press high. They're on the other side. They are closer to 30. Kane turns 30 this year. Son turns 31 this year, right? So clearly, they will not be able to really play that high, high intensity style that the next manager, whoever the next manager is, they won't be able to even press, right? So this. Both of them can, they might not be in that, they might not be a part of that plan. And also, if you want to say, well, they are working at the reason sport, I'm not really good for that. But that's true. That being said, you know, teams can, if you have a system that works, where the goals are evenly distributed, and the team plays really well in a particular system, I can assure you that you will not need one particular player to really play. I mean, Man City won the league without two strike, without a striker, two straight league to start striker. The system was working. I think it was a 4 2 at one point, force nine, no, basically no striker. I mean, you could put chips and bits and then it works. Look at Arsenal this season, right? The way they've played so far this season. You know, they have a system that's in place, that's working. Whether you like it or not, even though I, trust me, I hate giving Arsenal credit more than anybody else, but it's just a fact. You look at them, they have a system in place, right? It works. 
um, this guy gets injured, Jesus gets injured, almost nothing changes, right? The system is in place. Even though there's a little bit tricky and there, but the system is in place, it's working. And it's, you know, it's work. So you take out certain personality. Even though, yes, you take out certain players out of it, it will fall apart, I get it. But for the most part, they're setting, it's not heavily reliant on one player as a system. It will be effective enough, even if you take out certain players, it will be effective enough because it's a system that it's in place. You get my point? That's what I'm trying to say. So, it's not like you would say, it's not like you would say, okay, if sports is over, if they do, with proper investment and proper planning, they can move on easily. So, again, I'm not against sports moving on one of these two of them. Even if, let's be real, even if sports wanted to do a revamp or investing, it will involve these two guys probably not even be part of it. It's just the sad truth, but it is what it is. You know, these two guys probably not be part of it. And this is not about me saying I want them out because of any. Apart from even if they were playing, okay, even if they were playing well, maybe that's a different conversation entirely. But so far, you watch them and you look at how, the, the, the names that the players, the fans are trying to call for. With these two guys, the fans that I love, play, because imagine the players, the fans want to replace them. Would this? Do you expect these two guys to really run and try and press high? Would you, in your heart of hearts, expect that these two guys would press, would really run around the pitch, work hard, you know, put their, f- you know, you don't really expect, you won't really expect that from these two guys. That's what I'm saying. Is I think sports may have to have a conversation about these two guys. And this is probably the last time we're going to see Kane in a sports shirt. And it's fine in the Champions League for you know, that matter. And it's fine if Kane gets moved on. Listen, I'm not against it, but sports need to get get as much as they can, right? For for as much money as they can for the fee. Even though I think it's like his last year of his or so. If they can get something for him, that's fine. And if they can't get anything for him, it doesn't matter. Sports still have to build a system in place. No matter what happens, sports have to. But I think if you th- if you ask me, why I think you, I don't know if, if it doesn't matter. But I think move on one or two of them, and I think it's most likely going to be Kane, and that, that's fine. It's no problem. I can understand. And even if I was on Kane's side, I would have Kane's position. I would have, I would have left long ago because you are at a point of your career where you need to get trophies for your, for your for your for your hard work. You need to win. And if you look at the ownership. And the way sports have conducted themselves in the transfer market and whatever they've done, it hasn't really gone the way it is. And fans who would say, well, if uh, Conte leaves, Kane goes. Well, I think at some point, maybe it has, has to, you have to accept the fact that maybe, maybe, maybe just both of them have to go for just for, the, for you to actualize. Because the manager you want, to, you want to replace Conte, most of you want to replace Conte, the managers you want, the names you keep calling out, right? There is a great chance. That cannot I'm saying this for the umpteen time, but there's a great chance that Kenan's not even. So it's it's just fine to just accept that. Okay, maybe it's time to just refresh and go on the clean slate. And see, a lot of and people would say, well, we want Conte out. I, I'm bummed to the Conte. We want Conte out. Well, I've said I have an episode, I had an episode on this where I talked about. It. I said maybe sports have to decide what they are, right? Are they a project club or they a win now club? The problem with sports is not no matter the route sports take. There has always been consistent failure on the part of the ownership. When they wanted to do a project style kind of management, project style kind of management with Projectino, after Sports did, did worked and did some parts, around 2017, when Sports needed to really kick on and spend some more money and back the manager a lot more, they didn't. People would, people would always point to the 18 months where Sports didn't sign anybody. Well, that is true, but I'm going to point to the 2017 summer where Sports probably should have. You know, made some signings they needed to make. They lost Kyle Walker. If they have tried to, con- yeah, tried to convince Kyle Walker, it's okay. Please stay. Get this. This is what we're going to do. What we're going to do, and then reinvest. You know, there's a chance that Spurs would have probably won that league because they had the foundation. They had a defense. Toby and Yan were like at their prime. Right back, full fullbacks, Walker and Rose bombing on the wings. You just come in and say, okay, fine. Where can we improve on? Oh yeah, fullback positions. 
right the right right side of it right you have trip here okay fine you have to get, uh, get a trip here left back okay fine first choice where can we improve okay a striker right winger you know attacking midfielder their positions goalkeeper there are two sports that have improved on and then kicked on but they didn't they folded their hands even dm right sports should have done a lot of things in that 2017 that could have made them kick on because well okay yeah we fell short here we fell short here what can we do now they fell short in the fa cup that year okay what can we do now to make sure that we don't fall short again okay fine get this these are things sports should have done 27 they didn't so no matter whatever you want if you people say well look at arsenal Ateta, well Ateta, the arsenal did the project route and did it. well arsenal backed their manager even when it wasn't going well they backed him so even last year even after arsenal, arsenal lost five new to man city arsenal still went out for him they brought in Udigard. they brought in a lot of players in they brought him they spent money for Ateta. they brought in Udigard even after he lost five new to Poch never really lost those had those kind of embarrassing scoring. I mean, yeah, maybe he did at some point, but I think towards the end of his towards the end of when everything was already falling apart, 2019, right? But I'm talking about in that particular period of 20 2017-ish, when Pochettino was still doing what he had, didn't spend a lot, but Spurs were able to do well what they had. If you remember very well, Spurs did not really, really, really struggle. But sorry, Pochettino didn't really have a lot of those kind of results where clearly was struggling the entire fan base wanted him out obviously after apart from the first year in 2014 but that kind of embarrassing run that Ateta had where sports didn't really have content uh, didn't really have that at that period so if Arsenal could back him even when he was clearly looking like everybody he should be gone he's clearly not working sports didn't do that for Chetino so how can you tell me oh yeah they're going with the project manager route that is not the, the, the ownership failed in that part, right? Even when they had a football director in Paul Mitchell who was doing the scouting, he was bringing tar- according to what the report, he was bringing in targets, but they were not getting they were not getting signed. So how exactly would you would you say that the ownership did their part? Okay, fine. Project they want to do the win now route. Go with Mourinho. They didn't come. They did not go out and actually bring in the players now. The now players, not project players, like players that are ready to win now. They didn't bring those players in. Okay, fine. Mourinho didn't work out eventually, which uh, obviously, if you, my feelings on that appointment, everybody knows that from day one, right? Everybody knows my feelings on how the whole thing ended, where I talked about how I never really, I thought it was a bad decision to sack him um, for the some for the, the the final. But that's a whole that's a whole different episode entirely. You can check it out my previous episodes. But now you you get him sacked, and then you bring in Nunu, who's a completely different figure. You bring in Nuno, didn't work out clearly, which clearly we were, I was Nuno out from after after like two, three months, like yeah, sack this guy, it's never gonna work out. Okay, fine, Nuno out. Bring in Conte. So that's another manager who wants to win now. You didn't bring in the, so my you didn't bring any players that he wants he needs to win. He's, he has gotten just one centre back on loan from Barcelona since he has joined he has joined. What exactly are you there's nothing that you can look around and say, okay, whichever route sports take, the ownership is gonna do the right thing. Because whatever route they take, they're always going to try and do what they want to do anyway. So, it's just tough for the one. And listen, fans who want to say, well, um, get me a new manager. Okay, fine. Who do you bring in? You bring in a new manager. Project manager. Sports have successfully wasted three years in football. Three years of the players, a lot of players' careers. Three years trying to go this route of wanting to win now, but not really trying to do what they have to do. So even if you bring in, oh yeah, we'll bring in Pochettino, bring in Galado, bring in this guy, we want Poch back. If you bring in Poch, bring back Poch, that's fine. I'm, I'm not against, listen, even though person, I, I don't know, whatever happens, I'm not really, I don't really know, man. But listen, even if you have Poch in and you want Poch back, how many of you are really going to put pressure on the ownership to really back this guy? 
because that, that's the, one of the big reasons why the last time they work and you have to bring the football director oh yeah there's Paratici in place already to do all of the football the football scouting and all of the ground the running run but that's well, what exactly is the what exactly can you look at and say okay if he comes back in because listen everybody say well Poch is gonna come back because um, he knows the club he knows this most of you from 2014 till now you're not the same person the taste you had in 2014 is not the same taste you have now you've had more experience you've experienced better things so there's no way you want to go back to the way you were in 2014 everybody knows this that's a long time people will say well Poch has experience with this kind of quad person has managed PSG since he left sports managing PSG means he has had access to funds better players better quality of players better access you know everything is much better so with Poch coming back to sports Will he be? Are you gonna tell me that we have the same taste, the same level of, the same way he would accept a lot of, lay a lot of things slide? Do you think he would allow a lot of things slide this time? Do you think he would be as successful as that time? I mean, even that time when he was successful at sports, relatively successful at sports, let's be real here. A lot of things were going well for him. The league was the league in terms of. I mean, Leicester won the league. I thought Leicester won the league. Some of the traditional teams, teams were going through a transition. They were awful. I mean, Arsenal were awful. Chelsea were awful. Sports were. Awful. I mean, Chelsea, yes, they were good in that country, yeah, they won the league. But back down, they had Sarri, then Lampard. Sarri, right? They had Sarri. Even before this guy was... They was so, Chelsea had that period when they were yo-yo-like, right? And there was Lampard even also, right? They had Lampard at some point. My United also, completely yo-yo-like, right? They had Oli at some point. They had, after Isaac Murray, they had, like, the periods with Oli, years of Oli as manager. Man City were, like, the only consistent in Liverpool. Like, so, there were not really a lot that you would say, okay... This is exactly what we say. Okay, Poch was, you know, was doing completely, completely well. Okay, Poch was doing well. Yes, I get it. But I'm saying that a lot of things were going well for him. Going, going well for him, you know, on his part. And that's why I said, for me, it's a completely different time now. And the expectation will be higher from a lot of fans. But I don't know. And, and the thing is that you just get the feeling that a lot of fans probably excuse him, giving him a lot more grace than they would give the managers that they wanted to get sacked. I don't know, man. I'm not, I don't know, but for me, I'm, I'm not really completely against, I don't know, I don't know, whatever happens, happens, but the way the season has gone, and the way Conte has done, I don't really know if Conte himself is Conte in, you know, does he want to stay, and even with Kane and so on, also, even if you move on, if Kane moves on this summer, which is very likely to happen, how about that striker at, suppose we have to do, listen, with Conte, I will say this again, with Conte, right, if he's going to stay, okay, fine, are you going to stay, if he's going to stay, let him stay, but you're gonna get if he wants to stay, decide what you want. If he wants to leave, okay, get a new manager and start planning for the next season. Plan with that new manager for the next season and say, if this manager is staying, this is what we're gonna do. Get a striker to replace Kane. And I think the striker will be that Benfica striker. Um the striker is what I can't remember his name, Goncalo Goncalo Ramos. I think that's who sports should try and use to replace Kane. Get that striker in. I don't care how much I know Benfica will, will demand a lot, but that's what it means to replace Kane. Because that's that's the statement to say, okay, we're gonna replace Kane, we want to see compete. Replace Kane with that amount, get that guy in, then you after you get get him in, or even if you're not gonna get Ramos in, you're gonna move Richarlison to the to the main striker position under the new manager. Because clearly you look at somebody who'll be able to press, be able to run around and really do the dirty work. Even if you don't get that guy in, okay, fine, go out and get wingers in. I'm, I'm sure Son Son is probably somebody that you might have to move on this summer. So it's whoever the new manager is, it means you still have to do a lot of cleaning out, right? You see, I do a lot of clean out, and trust me, a lot of those players who were awful, a lot of the defenders who are awful, they still need to leave. They, they can't stay whilst the new manager is, is around. And that's just my my own take. That's my own my own take on this whole thing. You know, the more I look at it, the more I think that's you know what sports may have to 
to you know consider the right spot i think this sport may consider taking that's just it for me now rest of the season listen now that sports are out of every cup there's nothing to look forward to i'm not enjoying the top this whole top four stuff listen if you say sports want to what's the point are we going to get good signings in the summer are we going to get top four signings in the summer so what's the point of the top four what's the point to look forward to getting top four because the summer comes around sports will still try to be smart and try to not make the signings they need to make so what exactly is the reason why i should look forward to why, why sports should look for should get top four exactly you know what is there to look forward to and these are the conversations that little fans don't have with themselves if the summer comes in you were going to give if this was really top four i don't really I'm, at this point i just really do not care a lot about you know sports finishing top four again that's just how much i i I just don't I just don't care anymore about what's not finished off for. Because there are no cops, nothing. And if Arsenal win the league, trust me, this season is, is a, is a this season is bad now, trust me. The only thing that made the season even good is if sports were fraudulently, fraudulently win the German League, if by one some form of fate or magic. But clearly it's not the case. So what exactly what exactly is um you know to look forward to what exactly is there to look forward to the rest of the season? I don't I just don't know. Sports even if sports finished off, I don't know. And listen, the conferencing at the Europa League, even this boss call, the reason why I do not care about sports not qualifying for those things is I hope they don't. If they don't finish top four, they should just, even if they finish top four, say, what exactly is there to look forward to? Because even if they finish for the conference league and the Europa League, they won't take those conditions seriously. They will still you know they won't take them seriously. And then they get knocked out, they have an embarrassing no- exit to one team they should not be getting knocked out to. I mean, what exactly is sports going to really look forward to for the rest of the season as fans? What exactly as we as we are we fans gonna look forward to? Nothing. Except, you know, listen, the club just decides this is what we want to do. And they, they I don't know, man. At this point, you just have to answer, are they really serious about doing anything this, 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 even this summer? You just don't know. Just, just make a decision and then, you know, just move on. That's just my take on the whole thing. I, I don't want to rant. I'm just tired of ranting. And there's just no point talking anymore about this. Just make a choice. Do what you have to do. And then we'll keep it moving. And we'll see what we have to do. It is what it is. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. And um, PSG got knocked out by Bayern Munich yesterday. One of the two, ex- one of the two difficult teams. One of them have knocked out themselves. So Bayern Munich have knocked them out. It's gonna be interesting. That Bayern Munich are staying in this competition. So Real Madrid are very likely to still be in because if they, you know, finish their job against Liverpool next week, it's still gonna. So as the rest of, for the rest of the season, I mean, I'm still gonna be covering Champions League. I didn't know the Munich episode, so I'm for Champions League anyway. So I'm gonna. There's a lot to look forward to as as a neutral as the season runs out. And then Chelsea knocked out Dortmund, which is very funny because I've made fun of Chelsea all season and Chelsea has Chelsea progressed and sports are out of the competition, which is very interesting and also funny, very funny. <laughs> yeah, and Benfica, um, it went a bit Bruges. The aggregate scoreline was 7-0. I think Bruges, to be fair, I think Bruges overperformed in their group stage. They overperformed. And then Scott Parker being their manager quite surprising i didn't notice it like towards the end of the game I'm like oh it's your manager oh i just was your manager just remember because you, you just don't remember if you watch bruce i was watching the highlights i was like then the, the camera moved to the manager oh he's the manager i didn't really know so i don't know I, i'm gonna be it's gonna be as a new trial for the rest of the season champions league it's gonna be interesting to see how the competition um look pans out i think it's time for me to pick a new favorite um, I'm going to stick with Bayern. I think they've been really good. I mean, they've kept clinches in all their matches but one. The game against um, the Czech, I think it was Sparta Prague or something. I can't remember the game. They kept the, that was the only team they considered two goals against, but they kept clinches in all their matches. I mean, that's that's impressive. 
So Bayern Munich, a really really good team to really look out for. But really, I mean, Real Madrid are really really they've been really good all season. They've been very very fantastic. I mean, in the Champions League is what I mean. So okay, fantastic is a bit of a stretch. I mean, they lost some games in the group stage, but overall, you could say they have been good in Champions League. So that's another team to really look up. I mean, even the way they even turned the fixture around against Liverpool, I mean, that shows you that they, they have a lot to offer in this competition. So, Bayern Munich and Real Madrid are the two teams I want to watch out for for the rest of the season. The Champions League season, the season goes goes on. But yeah, so um, that's the end of today's episode. Um, I think for the most part of it, I ranted about um, Conte out or Conte in. I'm still, for as I close, I'm still Conte. I'm, I don't know. I mean, the Conte in team is just... I don't know if I am or I'm not. It's more of like I lean more towards um let's put it. I mean I'm on the I'm on the fence now. I was counting in, but I think I'm on the fence on the whole thing. Cause um I'm not counting out outrightly. I still want these players out. And again, if you want counting I think you still also want a lot of the players to not get a second chance to the next manager too. So that has to be established. But anyways, that's the end of today's episode. Thanks for, for listening. Um have a nice oh, have a nice rest of the week. Um, I'll be back next Monday. Um, I don't even know to talk about it again. I'm so demoralized. I just don't care anymore. Whatever results sports have on Sunday, we'll talk about it um, at the weekend. Sorry, we'll talk about it by you know, the weekend. And um, see your host David. Um, have a nice rest of the week. And um, bye.